0: How are you guys? Doing good? Hey, good to see you. Uh, long time, huh? If you don't know me, my name is Marco. I'm one of the pastors here. I work with um, the Hispanic community and um, the people who speak the heavenly language. So, you can start joining us once in a while if you want to speak with Jesus in heaven. <laughs> Just kidding. Hey, um, Pastor Rich is not here. I know you're wondering what happened, but he's in Twila, and he will be back next week to wrap up this uh, awesome series that we start, Who Am I Imitating? And I, I feel like many times, if we look our life, uh, there are seasons that, that come to us that, are, that had create a spot. like develop something in, uh, in, in, in us that create who we are today. Uh, different stage in our life, maybe when you were a child, maybe that uh, traumatic thing that you, you went through when you was young. But I know many of us has, have something in common, and this is school, uh, specifically high school. How many, how many of you remember high school? Some people is like, why high school? What a trauma. I mean, come on. Maybe that, was that in high school was your first uh, girlfriend or boyfriend, or maybe your sweetheart, which is sitting by you right now, you met her or met him at high school. Wow, that would be awesome. But something that we used to do in Chile, because believe me or not, we have high school in Chile too. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> so uh, something that we used to do, and I think that here you, you will relate with me a little bit, it's that uh, we play sport. We play something that you guys wrongly call football, but it's the real football, known as soccer for some of you. So um, with that, it, it, we used to play, that, that is the only sport that we used to play. Okay, Every day uh, in between uh, breaks or maybe when you have uh, after school, you were you going to a place and you were gather a couple of friends and play. But something happened when you play sport. And he, here's the part that I believe you r- will relate with me. Because somehow, naturally, this leaders comes. Nobody chooses them. Have you noticed this? Nobody chooses these leaders and they start choosing people to play in their team. How many remember that? I mean, who chooses those, those people? Who, who, who put them in charge? Anyhow. And the thing is, they want the best people in their team. Somehow, I used to be one of those. I don't know. Maybe it was my angelical face or something. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but I, I used to be one of those people. And I had always, I, I had a strategy. So you know when you pick, you try to pick the best players in your team, but I, I changed it. I, I got the guy who was good in, in the goal, goaling, uh, that's how you call it? Yeah, that place. And um, that was the only one that I, I was trying to make sure that he was the best. But the rest, it was the one that nobody wanted. And and it was easy for me to pick. So. And you know what? Something that happened with this strategy is we did really, really, really good in in, in sport. But here's the part that I want to try to confess to you, okay? And hopefully you don't hate me after this. Hopefully you still... I (laughs) hate you. You hate me already. Maybe you can relate with me, but uh, I did something that was really bad because it, it could sound Cool. I'm choosing the ones that nobody wanted. But the reality is I was doing it not because of their benefit, but my own. So the thing is, I was choosing these people because they were going to play for me. They were going to give me all the passes. I'm going to make all the goals. And I want to look good. I mean, that was the truth. I was, not, I was using them for my benefit. Now, you are laughing and thinking, oh, how bad is this guy? But it's not what we do. When it comes to relationships, so many times we pick those people to see what they can bring to me, what they can uh, give me, and what is the benefit that I can get from that relationship. And maybe you are here sitting down and you're feeling like, you know, I, I I have been a victim of that type of people, being used and feel like the only thing that they want it's 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 the things that I can give, but they don't care really about me. And this series is about who am I imitating? And that is the question that we need to we need to think. Because when we look at our lives and, and, and we look the states that we go, the 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 times uh, when we were kids, we, we used to think, I want to be like this. I want to look like that. And this is the thing. And I put it like this. Everyone, everyone's, every, everyone wants to become someone. Maybe when you were a kid, you want to become a doctor. Uh, uh, I don't know, um, a constructor, uh, maybe a nurse, who, who, whatever it is. Everyone at some point, when we were a police uh, it, it, everyone wants to become someone. And, and, and the things that we go through our lives start to develop and some of those things come true, some of those doesn't. But this is a principle that I want you to understand with this. And, and I put it like this, what I do consistently define really who am I. So, I can say all day that I like to read, but if I don't read anything, that is just a good saying. Or I can say that I, I, I like to take care of myself, but if I, if I eat a bunch of stuff that are not good, or I can say that I like to work out, but I never do it. The truth is, what I do consistently really define who I am. And the problem that I see with many of us, is It's that we never move from those dreams to what really we want to become. Or in other words, I, I put it a little bit nicer. Many times we are trapped in dreams that never come true. You know what I mean? And one day I might do that or one day I will. But the truth is they never come true because we never... Uh, become consistent in in those things that uh, we're going to become. So today we're talking about relationships. And the question that I want you and everybody to wrestle today is, who am I as a friend? When it comes to who am I imitating, who am I as a friend? And what we're going to do is we're going to go through this uh, uh, Philippians uh, letter, and and if you are new uh, as, as a Christian, maybe you are wondering, you have some questions about this book, and and Paul is a missionary that has established so many churches, and, and the way that he communicates with these places is sending letters, and, and this time, he is in jail, he's trapped, and he can't go, and and we saw the first week of of the of this series that he saw that rather than a problem, he saw it, it as an opportunity. I have a great opportunity here to share the gospel. Now last week we were we were he presented this example of Jesus and how Jesus it's the, the the best example when it comes to serving, because he gave his own life. He, he put away aside the things that he, he was God, and he became a man, and he served us, giving his life. And today, what I want you, I want you to, to, to work with me is, how can we um, learn to become those friends? And, and what he's going to do, Paul is going to mention a couple of people that is going to give us an idea of if we are or not a good friend. And this is the thing that I, I want us to do. If you can give me an opportunity, which is let's, let's take this as a filter and look ourselves if we are a good friend or maybe not so much as a good friend. Okay, so Philippians chapter 2 verse 19 and it says... This, If the Lord Jesus is willing, I hope to send Timothy to you soon for a visit. Then he can cheer me up by telling me how you are getting along. Uh, Paul is presenting this character, uh, Timothy. And Timothy is not just a messenger. Timothy has become a friend, a close friend. It's, it's his partner. It's the person that he He's sending, is the person that he trusts, it's the person that he, he has been, and in fact, it's the it's person that is gonna be the rest of the, the, his ministry until the end. The last letter that Paul sent, it's 2 Timothy, and it's kind of like passing the baton. And now, I, I think that this character is a representation, it's a type. I feel like Timothy represents the kind of relationship that we should cu- cultivate, the, the people that we, we should surround or the people that, that, that we should become. Now, he continued in, in verse 20, and he said this. He said in verse 20, I have no one else like Timothy. I, nobody cares like, like Timothy, who genuinely cares about your welfare. fair." There's nobody else. Timothy has become that person that uh, he cares. He really, it's not into just Paul, but he really cares about this uh, Philippian people. I, I, and, and he is, is right there not just to help Paul, but he wants to help uh, this, this church. The character, I put it like this the character uh, of a person is major by the way they value others. So that is something that now we need to start thinking. It's something that we need to put to ourselves and to start uh, filtering in our own life. Because Timothy and his character is it's the best candidate to, to work not just For Paul, but to be sinned because he really cared about that people. And at the same time, uh, Timothy is becoming that this character that it it will help us to look ourselves and see who am I imitating. Now, uh, something that you need to understand with this is is that Paul he can go to visit uh, this church. He can go and. and help them, but he's putting all his trust on one man, Timothy. Now, in, in those times, I don't know if you knew this, but cell phones were not yet invented. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and emails or stuff like that, or, or even uh, us the US post mail, that one was not yet so it was taking a long time to this communication so you need to make sure that the person that I'm sending is the best person is the best candidate think about that for a minute in fact in my opinion I feel like this the first step in our relationship is trust I mean, how are you going to start a relationship if you don't trust the other person? The problem is, the problem is that I feel somewhere, somehow we started it wrong. We, we put it backwards. And, and, and we feel okay with the, with the saying, trust is earned. Have you heard that? So you need to show me that I can trust you. You need to show me that that you you are the type of person that that, that I can trust. And and the reality is, uh, th- this is something that most of us do. So how can I develop strong and good relationship if I'm waiting for the other person to show me that I can trust them? How can I how can I can, I really show uh, 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 or, or or find those those friendship? If I'm waiting for somebody else to fill up all the the requirements that I have for for a good relationship. And a couple of weeks ago, I was listening to this podcast and and the two guys were talking and they they are talking about the culture that that they have developed in their staff and something that they said struck me. Like it was like, wow, that, that is awesome. This is something that I think I need to apply, not just in my relationship, but in, in my whole life. And he said this, they have this principle uh, or this value in, in their um, uh, church, which they say, trust is given, distrust is earned. The first step is I, I will freely trust you and give you uh, a, a, an opportunity. If things happen, obviously I'm gonna start guard myself. But my first step, it, it will be to trust you. Now, Paul definitely trusts in Timothy, and he continues, and he said this, All the others care only for themselves and not for what matters to Jesus Christ. All the other people, the, the only thing that, that, that they want, that they care, is it's, it's themselves. And this might be the two groups. This will be showing us the two type of people, the people that cares about others and the people that cares about themselves. In fact, I put it like this. The difference between a friend and a good friend is what that person is interested in. So you'll see some type of people that the only thing that they want is the things that you have the things that you can give them. And maybe there is somebody that wants to enter in your life just to get something from you, just to take something from you. And you will have other type of people that they are always open to give, always with a smile in in their face, and they want to to help you. How how can be a benefit for you? And that is the part that we need to start thinking of ourselves, wondering where I am. So think about this, how I am when it comes to my relationships with others. I put it like a question, who am I when it comes to my relationship with others? I'm looking to get something and and get something from them. Or or I have something as well to offer. So Paul is telling us that Timothy, he really cares about uh, the people in Philippi. So he continued uh, describing us this character of Timothy. And he said in verse 22, he said this. But you know, and this is interesting. But you know how Timothy has proved himself himself. Like a son with his father, he has served with me in preaching the good news. And, and this part, I love this. Because if I ask the question, how do you know when somebody is a good friend, it's not for the things that they can say, but mostly it's for the things that they And that's true. Now, let's compare this with social media, for example. In social media, you can get... If you have 500 friends, maybe you will have, in your birthday, 450 happy birthday. And let me tell you, maybe it's not because they are a good friend. It's because Facebook reminds you. You know how you'll see who's a good friend? The one who knocked the door and bring a, a gift for you. Oh, what a different, huh? The, the one that find you uh, or, or, or give you a phone call. Saying, Facebook remind me that. <laughs> 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 but it's important to understand that uh, maybe I can, I can say so many things, but the reality is I need to prove my words. In fact, I put it like this. When it comes to relationships, actions speak louder words. So you can say all you want about how much you care of others, but show me with actions. Show me the truth when you're helping, when you're serving, when you're coming, when you're uh, uh, looking for opportunities. And that is the type of person that Paul is, is saying about Timothy, he has proved himself that he is that type of person. Now here, the conversation start changing a little bit in, in verse uh, 25, and, and he starts introducing us a new character. Verse 25 sa- said this, mean- meanwhile, I thought I should send Epaphroditus, and please, if you're a parent and you're going to have a baby, <laughs> maybe that is not a good name, or maybe yes, Epaphroditus. I thought I should send Epaphroditus back to you. He's a true brother, co-worker, and fellow soldier. And he, and he was your messenger to help me and my need. Now, let me give you a little bit of context here. The, the church in Philippi, they send an offering to, to Paul, and they use Epaphroditus to, to do that. And, and, and he, the idea in here was for him to go... And be there and help Paul and become that other Timothy. But what happened is, at some point, Epaphroditus got sick. He started missing his family, his country, his people. And he really wanted to come back. So Paul saw the the suffering, and he has to send him back. But here's the part that I want us to, to wrestle a little bit, because... When it comes to relationship, we create really high expectations. Don't, don't you think? So this people, this church has created big expectations with Epaphroditus. So Paul, I, I feel like it's worry that if he sent Epaphroditus without any warning, they will, they will treat him really bad. So he's trying to soft them. He's trying to low the expectations and say... Hey, the truth is, take those expectations away and just be a good friend. You see? Good friend. Two words that will make it. uh, And sometimes we need to do it. Because remember, you know yourself and you know that sometimes you are not perfect. Sometimes you are not perfect. And maybe... Somebody else, sometimes as well, will not be perfect. So in those times when the expectations don't meet each other with my expectations, with their actions, I need to be just, say with me, yes. good friend. So verse 29 continue. And, and he said this, and, and uh, verse 29, welcome him in, in, the, in the Lord uh, love. And with great joy and give him the honor that people like him deserve. You see that he, he, he's putting some things that he wants them to act in. Don't just say, hey, thank, good to see you, man. No, no, no. Paul wants the church in Philippi to be or act with intentionality. We don't let things just go. We, we, it's not just, oh, okay, oh, it's nice to see. No, no, we are intentional. We go to that person. We, we say hello. We, we ask how they are doing. And we show that love. We, we, we show that love. We, we show that respect, that honor. That, it's what good relationships do. Good friends do. Now, Here, it's going to happen something that, it's, it's weird because we move to chapter 3, and I'm going to just use two of the verses, the two first verses of chapter 3, and, 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 and he's going to change the conversation dramatically, okay? Verse, verse 1, whatever happens, my dear brothers and sisters, rejoice in the Lord. I never get tired of telling you these things. And I do it to s- safeguard your faith. So he's, you see, the, the tone of the conversation changed. He ended up saying, Watch out for Epa. Hey, that is the short name for Epaphroditus. <laughs> and now the conversation, the conversation changed. And, he, and he's going to say something that in a good Spanish Will be like, pull your pants because it's gonna be tough. Okay? And watch out. So, verse 2 said this Watch out for those dogs, those people who do evil, those mutilators who say you must be circumcised to be safe. Watch out. Be careful. Warning. It did sound very similar to some words that Jesus said. Very similar. Matthew sixteen six said this Watch out! Beware of the, of the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Now, they are referring both, they are referring to a specific type of people. In this case, Paul is referring to this Jewish that became Christians and, and they, they believed that Jesus was the Lord. And he rose from the dead. But they had an issue where they were preaching this idea where if, if you really want to be saved, yes, you need to believe in Jesus. Yes, you need to uh, accept him as your Lord and Savior. But you need to follow the law of Moses, specifically uh, the circumcision. And the rate with men's were very low leaving the church when they were hearing this news. Nobody wants to get a surgery. (laughs) That was my joke of the day. (laughs) Not telling that joke on second service. (laughs) Anyhow, but he's telling, hey, watch out. Watch out with those people. But even though he's talking about a specific type of people, I think, I think, We can place those that Paul mentioned and that Jesus is mentioning to of a type of people that we need to be careful. And I call it the toxic people. The toxic people is the kind that the only thing that they want is what is important for themselves. The only thing that they care is their own benefit. If they have to hurt you, if they, want to, if they have to make you feel bad, embarrass you, put you down. And if can, can, I have a couple of minutes here. So sometimes it, it, when we are longing for a relationship, when we are single and we want, are looking for that other half, sometimes we allow people coming into our life. And hey, we are allowing toxic people in our home with our kids, watch out, beware. I think toxic, this type of people, the farther away, the better. The farther away, the better. Now, here's where, uh, where we, need to, we need to look and start thinking on the things that we are doing, the things that, uh, how we're acting. And, and I put this idea. We have to recognize who are the friends we need to keep and who are the ones we need to leave. And it's hard, it's tough, okay? Because sometimes we have feelings for those toxic people. We love them. Sometimes those toxic people are our family. So okay, now here's when application times start. What type of person am I am? I'm a good friend. I'm the type of Timothy or am I a toxic person? So if you, if you want to answer this, it's super simple and I'm going to give you an advice. Your thoughts are not going to give you the answer because we're our worst advisor. So the best thing that you can do is ask others, okay? Ask others. If you're married, ask your spouse. Try to look for opportunities to create a conversation. Don't judge if she or he said something that you don't want to hear. Ask others. Okay? And something else that I feel that we need to do is we need to surround ourselves with, with people with good friendship. So, my advice to you is this one, and I put it super simple. The need to have good, friendship, good good relationship should move me to join in a life group, Wednesday night class, maybe start serving, opening the door, maybe to join in the coffee, maybe helping with the kids in the nursery. You will find people, and you will create a relationship, and it will be a great opportunity. So that need should move you to do something. And finally, the words of Jesus. What example we have in Christ. He said this. This is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love than lay down your own life. Lay down one's life for one's friend. And he's not ch- talking about death, okay? He's talking about how we give ourselves to others. And he f- finished saying, you are my friends. If you do what I command, I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confine in his slaves. Now you are my friends. Signs, I have told you everything the Father told me. Remember, Jesus called us friends. So, who am I imitating? Me equals what? When it comes to relationships. Let's pray. God, thank you so much. Because uh, if, if we can learn something about this, it's the fact that we need people in our life. We, ha- we need more Timothy. So, help us to, to have those type of relationships. Help us, Lord, to to develop those relationships in our life, to find places in a life group, in in a Wednesday night class, or even serving here in the church, Lord. Help us. Help us, Lord. God, I pray for those who are struggling in relationships, that are having toxic relationships. Please, Holy Spirit, speak to their lives. Maybe it's time to move away from those people. God, thank you for the opportunity that we have to be here. We pray that you keep speaking into our life when it comes to relationship during this whole week. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Hey, God bless you. See you next Sunday. Thank you very much, guys.